0: Alright guys, welcome back to another Paris, Texas podcast. This is Thanksgiving week. And with being Thanksgiving week, I wanted to do something that was uh, reminiscent of Thanksgiving. The thankfulness for Thanksgiving and family, that you come together with Thanksgiving. So I brought a very special guest, somebody very dear to me, onto the podcast, And that is my mother, Cherie Denise Nicholson. Hello. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I love hearing stories, and I know my mother's story, but um, I think she has a pretty amazing story. So I'm excited for you guys to hear uh, as as much of it as we can. I don't want to go too long, but we probably could talk for hours because it's, you know, me and my mom. Um, And I'm going to try really hard... And, and she probably won't help, but I'm gonna try really hard not to dip into me, because you know I will probably be sprinkled in there, here and there. But um, so, mom, where are you from?
1: Well, Sumner, right now.
0: Sumner no, like where were you born?
1: Oh, I was born in Dallas.
0: In Dallas. Yes. And wow. And so, how long did you live in Dallas?
1: Till I was probably about six years old. Okay. Maybe. Somewhere around there.
0: Okay. And what, uh, so what did uh, your father and mother do?
1: Uh, my dad was a woodworker. He had made like decoupage boards and um, like purses back in the day where women took, carried around, believe it or not, wood purses. I've got one. Have you ever seen it? hmm Yeah. Anyway, and uh, like um, shadow boxes, just yep. stuff like that. And he uh, had started a business making that kind of stuff. It was uh, with Tandy, I think, who he uh, done most of his business for was the Tandy Handicap. I don't, Handicraft. I don't know if anybody remembers any of that back then, but that's what moved us down here.
0: And what did Grandma do? Slash your she, mom.
1: She was the, I guess, the secretary slash oh. business person. Yeah, that's kind of know, what Kimmy is for office. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of.
0: Awesome, awesome. Okay, so six years in Dallas and then when y'all moved to Paris? Correct. Did they have family already here?
1: Yes. Uh, dad's mom lived here and, uh, you know, several of his uh, siblings did none of my mom's uh she most of hers were still in dallas she wasn't real happy about being here but she settled in pretty good
0: and how many siblings did, did uh you, have?
1: you know did i have mm-hmm. uh, i got two sisters and one brother
0: okay where were you fixing to say you know
1: um uh, they had like my my dad and my mom my, dad had there was nine of them and there was nine of my mom and dad and my mom so
0: nine brothers and sisters Uh and nine brothers and sisters right
1: on both sides yeah
0: and that that's rare because we don't see that kind of not now yeah (laughs) so that's definitely a lot of family um okay so you had two two sisters one brother right so can you what what are their names
1: (laughs) There I know is... all these
0: answers, people. I'm just trying to make <laughs> the story continue.
1: Of course, there's Brenda. She's my oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, and She lives in um, close to Watsahachie. It's called May Pearl. And uh, then there's my brother Benton. He lives here in Paris. And then my younger sister, uh, Renee, who lives here in Paris.
0: Awesome. All right, so six years old. Um, were all of them born at that time? When y'all moved here, was everybody born?
1: Yeah, everybody was already born. I okay. think Renee was, I don't know, one or two years old. She was pretty young.
0: Um, so, and did y'all move? Okay, because I know the house, well, where the wood shop was out on uh, 1924. Correct. Is that where y'all moved to? Uh,
1: there was, um, and that's kind of vague to me because I was so young, but there was a rent house we lived in for a minute yeah a minute before that because they were building the house mm. that we moved in so.
0: and if I remember my history right y'all okay so there was there was the wood shop there and then there was a big house because not a big house but there was a house and then there was a lot of, a lot of different stuff there but it it burnt down at some point right
1: uh the shop did okay yeah the actually the not the office part of it or where the store was what they called but the part where it had all the uh, saws and the mm-hmm. drills and the things that they built that the and it was pretty with.
0: big like he had because i've ran into people who worked for him he had employees and people who made the 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 purses and toys and yes, stuff
1: yes he probably had i want to say maybe 20 at the most and usually they were like Uh, kids from school that worked for him done most of his Mm -hmm. work now he had a couple of older people that you know worked there all day long but for the most part most of his employees were were kids from school
0: was there a name for the shop
1: Specialty wood products
0: specialty wood products Uh awesome yeah awesome okay so um so what about what age were you when all this was when y'all were in that house and it and burnt down and uh, the big shop and all that
1: oh now when it burnt down to tell you the truth I would I didn't even live there it was probably in my 20s oh
0: wow wow so he did
1: yeah.
0: wood stuff from when you were born to your 20s well
1: actually to tell you the truth when it burnt, he had kind of slowed down on the woodwork. I mean, he done it on the side, kind of still, but he had went to driving a truck mm-hmm. full time, or I guess part time driving a truck and part time still doing woodwork. the woodwork because uh, it had kind of slowed down. You know, because it's kind, of you know how phases and mm-hmm. the wood. the uh, Purses, the wood purses, and the shadow box and stuff like that was kind of dying at that point. So mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of slowing down, and he had to start doing something else. And he started driving a truck.
0: Mm. Eighteen so, wheeler truck. Yes. And he did that like long distance kind of stuff too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, all over. All over.
1: And it was usually either gain, grain or cattle.
0: Okay. The kind so. Of stuff he- by the time you're in twenties, he 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 was driving trucks. You were you were. I've I, you'd moved out, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. what were you doing in that time frame? Um,
1: I'm trying to remember. I was living in Paris. Um, I guess it was about the time me and me and your dad were, you know,
0: together. Together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how old were you when you had me? I was twenty. You were twenty. Um, <laughs> wow, I knew that. <laughs> awesome. So you're twenty. You've got a baby boy. Um, I mean, a devilly, handsome, <laughs> amazing, cute uh, little boy. I agree. <laughs> um, what what'd you do next?
1: Um, we. Uh, we moved to eventually we moved to uh Dallas and lived with um just or your your dad's um uh, mom for a little while. Uh, worked there at some places. Um, actually, I worked at a a uh, pizza place, pizza end, or something like that. There, and it wasn't Dallas, it was Arlington, was mm-hmm. actually where I lived, and um. Uh, we stayed there a couple of years or i stayed there a couple of years
0: okay awesome and then where would you go from there
1: i moved back here to paris
0: awesome now i remember okay this might jump back a little bit but i just jogged my memory when you were little um i've heard stories about you, uh, grandma and grandpa would go out and y'all would basically live at the lake is yeah. that right?
1: Yeah, we done that when, when, uh, and that was when I was young, and, uh, yeah.
0: Because I've seen yeah. pictures of, like, I think it's Aunt Renee on top of either Uncle Benton or... Benton. On Uncle Benton's shoulders skiing, water skiing behind a boat.
1: Yeah, we, we done a lot of water skiing, and, uh, uh you know, Papa and, and, uh, Grandma, they fished a lot, but... After they fished, they'd come get us, and we'd take us out, and all of us would ski.
0: We all still doing that when you moved back in your twenties, when you had no. after you had me.
1: No, that had kind of slowed down.
0: Okay, but you do that a lot now, don't you? Well, yes. when I water skiing well, not
1: the water skiing. But, but you
0: love going to the lake and, yeah, and, and fishing and, and, camping and camping and all that stuff. Yeah, I can't even water ski. <laughs> um,
1: I can't either anymore. I've tried. I've tried several times, and just
0: it's not quite like riding a bike no no <laughs> okay so okay so you're i'm sorry i jumped back there a little bit i'm uh, sometimes i remember old stuff so you um uh, you're back did you get a job
1: when i got back mm-hmm. yeah um worked at some restaurants and um uh, uh, <clears throat> just went back and forth between different restaurants and i actually worked at Sun Valley at one point Mm -hmm. for a little while and then actually Sun Valley is where I met met a guy that uh, worked at Kimberly Clark and uh, uh, he said something about you know uh, applying there which I did and uh, that's when I started working at Kimberly Clark and I stayed there for 18 years.
0: And how old was I when you uh, started Kimberly Clark?
1: Oh I'm trying to think you were probably three or four, I'm thinking.
0: Awesome. All right, so I I remember the story, so I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it real quick. So the, Kimberly Clark had a rule that that it, back then that's not a rule anymore, but. Um, uh, Camille Clark had a rule that you couldn't have like relation, like relations, not relationships, you couldn't be married to or have a relative work there. Is that correct. correct? And then you had, uh, there was a, so you had met somebody while you were working there, correct? And so, uh, what was his name? The guy you met there.
1: Oh, <laughs> David Nicholson.
0: David. And he, so he and you end up marrying David. He ends up becoming my my stepdad. Correct. Um, so that made y'all y'all kind of looped hold the system there a little bit, didn't you?
1: Well, when we had done it, there had been several people had. You know, we weren't the first ones. All right. You know, but were, it still were,
0: was a loophole yeah. in the system. Yeah,
1: it it was, but but.
0: But it worked. Y'all were able, and hey, it was a big plan. I mean,
1: yeah. and he was
0: probably on a different side of the building, and it wasn't like y'all worked in the same division or whatever.
1: Actually, we did stay. We were in the, because back then, it, there wasn't the two different sides. It was oh. just the diaper, just the only side Those there diapers. was was the diaper side. So, um, um, but, you know, like I said, it it it, it was all right. Like I said, it it was a loophole,
0: but but it worked. It worked. Awesome. Okay, so um, you guys. Okay, so you married David. How was I, How old was I? How old were you when you married David?
1: We actually started dating. You were probably about five, five or six, and we did we dated for about three years before we got married. So you were seven
0: or eight Mm -hmm. whenever we uh, we got married okay and so uh, so you got married I remember we moved out to he had some land out on 82 yes and we moved out there and we stayed there for a few years until y'all brought bought some um, I'm telling your story for you
1: that's right, because you're better at it than I am
0: (laughs) Uh, we bought a bunch of land over by uh, on 79 out in Globe right outside of Sumner right. um okay so what how old were you when when we moved out to globe you remember what time frame that was mm,
1: I want to say 30 around 30 I'm thinking 29
0: 30 awesome oh. all right so so we I'm gonna jump forward a little bit because not a lot happened in those days. We <laughs> lived on a farm. It was it was boring
1: bore, boring to you. Yeah,
0: it was boring to me.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if, if any of y'all have met me, I'm not the farm type. Um, but it is way up David's alley. Um, so so we grow up, I go to I mean, I go to school, we go to high school, you I mean you you and David continued working at uh, Kimberly Clark until some well, what happened in i think it was in your 40s you decided to go back to school
1: yes i went back to um, actually probably for about three years while i worked at kimberly clark i did took my prerequisites classes at pjc to uh to get into nursing school awesome so that, that was about a three-year stint um while i was working at kimberly clark and then um and then I um uh, one day at Kimberly Clark was looking at the paperwork and thought, well, uh, I think I will uh, apply for the nursing program and thought that it would take longer to get into it than it did, but uh, I applied and I got in that year so uh, uh, I quit Kimberly Clark, which was scary, yes <laughs> and went to school
0: okay so you went to school david stayed at kimmy clark um and uh you finished so you went to school and you finished school you became a rn correct correct um and then you started working what where, where was your first <laughs> nursing job
1: um the first one was there at the hospital i worked on the the seventh floor it was um it was just uh,
0: this is the one downtown, right? That's yeah. It's not really open anymore, kind of, sort right, of? Right, right.
1: No, I don't think it's open at all. I think they utilize
0: no. the first floor for some, like, some stuff. Office but stuff, yeah. Office stuff, but the, but the, as a hospital, it's not really used as a hospital anymore.
1: Right, but I had worked med surge for uh, about six months and then decided that that really wasn't where I wanted to be, so uh, they had a job uh, over in PD the PD unit on the other side on the uh, north north side. Mm-hmm. So, uh I applied for it and uh went to work in the uh, PD unit. And I stayed there for about uh 3 years. And then um uh, it was nights. I was working nights and Ethan uh, Was uh, getting a little older and...
0: Your youngest child.
1: Yes. And needed some... uh, Needed a little of attention at home. So I uh, went to work with a home health company. And uh, I worked there for about three years. And uh, when uh, when I had the aneurysm, I was kind of bouncing between... uh, doing a wound care and working for a doctor's office
0: so you just jumped into a big story there (laughs) (laughs) a lot of these people probably don't know what just happened so Uh, what explain what what you meant by when you had the aneurysm um
1: so um while i was working at the wound care center and i wasn't at work but uh um one day I started having a headache and uh, which I had headaches before, but this one lasted three days long and on the third day I went to the uh, doctor's office and uh, he ordered a CT scan. so uh, they don't you know, when they when you do CD, CT scans you, you don't go straight to the the office and get them they have to schedule you so I had one scheduled for that afternoon and my dad had actually took me to, to the doctor's office because my head hurt that bad and uh, I, so he drove me back home and like th- this is just vague just I don't remember a whole lot but uh, uh, I remember being at home telling my dad to call uh David and uh he he didn't know David's number and I couldn't tell him David's number cuz I guess my head was hurting and so I told him I said call 911 and uh that's the that's the last thing I remember so I can't really tell the rest of the story you know until until afterwards, because
0: so so you collapse. I can tell you a little bit of it, and you've heard <laughs> some of it because uh, your your best friend uh, Michelle kept a like a, a,
1: a diary diary of yeah. sorts because <laughs>
0: this is this was months of um, months of time had passed through this that you were kind of checked out. So you you had passed out. You'd went to the hospital uh uh the ambulance that came and got you aunt Renee found out um and then everyone found out yeah <laughs> um and uh so i remember me and david were the first ones to get to the hospital and this was some scary times cuz i you coded while we were there and um we didn't know what was going on and then you got care flighted to dallas so uh, we dropped everything David had to wrap up some stuff and I think he had to get Ethan maybe mm-hmm. um, and uh, and we had to get to um to Dallas as quick as we could I beat I beat David there but not by much and then you spent three months you had a bat- uh, uh you were you, you battled a bunch of different things the aneurysm
1: David uh, said, and David uh, tells me all the time, there were, I think it was like seven things Mm -hmm. that could happen when you had an aneurysm. You know, not seven things that would happen, Mm -hmm. but seven things that could happen. And he said, I've done them all.
0: Yeah. You covered them all. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember the doctor said that probably 90% of people that have an aneurysm like what you had don't leave their home. So, that, I mean, it was it was scary for all the route. Um, and then on top of that, not, not to get into my story, but I had my first child while you were in a medical-induced coma. Correct. Um, which was... Difficult, not. I mean, I just difficult for me, but difficult to not have you there for me. Um, not to make you cry. Mm. <laughs> um, but I mean, the positive side of the story is you. You obviously are a tough, tough cookie because you beat all seven of those things, and um, you beat you know many odds and, and that were against you, and then you were able to come back and. You even had things... You fell down afterwards. Broke my hip. Broke your hip. And so yeah. even after you were you were fully back and um, everything, you, you, you had more uh, roadblocks. We'll call them speed bumps or roadblocks or whatever. But you were able to battle all of those. Can you give us a little bit of... I don't know. You, you've told a little bit of your side of um, kind of what you got out of this whole experience.
1: Um, first of all, I, I, the biggest thing that I like people to know is that, you know, prayer works. And I, I just, I feel like when you talk about me being a tough cookie and that, you know, that, you know, how some people say lucky I was, um, I just think it was a God thing. I don't think I would have made it without lots of lots of prayers and although while I was asleep I don't remember them prayers, um, I do feel them now when people talk to me about what they did at mm-hmm. that time. I mean, that's my favorite part is to hear people tell me how they prayed for me and the things that happened when they prayed for me. At that time, so um, that's my my initial thought about the whole thing. Um, but like you said, when when I did wake up and when I did get home, I mean, I mean there was a year to a two two year period that you know. I had troubles with my memory, remembering things. I mean, there's still things in that first year and a half that, that you know, I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, did not think that uh, I would ever be able to go back to work or be able to have a, a, a normal life. And uh, again, you know, I think through people praying for me and for, you know... You know, just me being uh, uh, positive about knowing that it was, you know, what I was going to do was going to be a God thing. It was something that He really wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I, and I still do that. I still uh, trust in Him and believe that, you know, He's going to take me through whatever it is I, I need to go through. Amazing, uh, but uh, and you know he he uh, I thank him every day. You know, uh, I've really thanked him this week. I mean, you know, I'm 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 here for my sixth grandbaby. I mean, I just I just feel like if he, you know, it's all him. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mm-hmm. here if it wasn't for him.
0: I mean, in the in the spirit of talking about thankfulness for, you know, during this Thanksgiving season, I mean, that's a huge one for being thankful for. I remember you told me this story once about how, I mean, I think it was two years after um, your aneurysm. Facebook does this thing where they're like, this is what happened two years ago, and it, like... Uh, it'll give you like little uh, pictures or text or someone wrote on your wall two years ago. And so you got to relive what a lot of people were, they're they giving out prayers through like Facebook or um, comments and stuff. And just loving on you during that time frame, which you weren't awake for to get on your phone or on, on thing, But you were able to see those two years later. Uh, and even now, sometimes you'll get them they'll say how how long's it been this January? How long will it be?
1: It's eight years eight years. yeah,
0: I should know that because Liam <laughs> yeah. was born yeah, uh, eight so eight years and um and you know, you still get stuff that'll say eight years ago this happened
1: yeah, it is, it's funny because like you said, any things I see on Facebook and I still have things around the house that uh, that i'll find like cards or um you know some of the stuff from the hospital mm-hmm. you know some of the records from the hospital mm-hmm. i'll look at them and i'll be reading them you know and i'll say somebody has sent me a card and it says really something sweet on it and i was like oh i mean it's like i Sorry first for the, the for time sign yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i just i just first got the card you know so mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of neat, and like, like you said. You know, it's like I'm reliving, you know, a lot of it, getting that mm-hmm. experience. And I, I have said that a lot to people. Sometimes I felt cheated because, especially when I hear some of the prayer experiences that people had when mm-hmm. they prayed for me while I was in my coma, you know, I'm like, I wanted to be there. I I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see what what they seen because. You know, so many people seen, you know, so much during that time mm-hmm. that, like I said, sometimes I feel cheated. But you know, I do feel like you know I I was the whole experience. I was what mm-hmm. these people needed, you know.
0: And this whole experience, this is a separate note a little bit, but this whole experience has opened up your eyes and opened up doors to help people and not the same but in similar um in similar situations where you can pray for them and and love on them and um i mean i've heard a couple of stories where you've went and visited people who are in similar situations in the hospital um just to give them hope and
1: and i and i do and i and i li- i listen and i um... Again I think it's a, a God thing I feel like whenever I hear somebody or I see somebody that that has a similar and sometimes it doesn't have to be the exact same thing that happened with me but it's just the fact that they're fighting they're fighting life or they're fighting a change in mm-hmm. life or they're fighting you know I feel drawn to to go talk to them or either go talk to the family I mean I feel um, that you know, that kinda gives them hope mm-hmm. that that, you know, you know, that it, it could be different. Yeah. You know. And 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 I try and it you know and sometimes I'm sad because, you know, I feel like, you know, lots of people don't have um don't get the same um uh, experience that I had you know mm-hmm. um they're not as um blessed I guess is the word I'm looking for and uh, it, it's sad sometimes but like I said again I think you know I think we got to trust in in God and he'll give us the comfort for whatever because you know there I still have I still have lots of issues that aren't perfect for me you know um you know, it's kind of like with you having to kind of tell my story. You know, I'm I'm not, although I'm doing pretty good now, but I'm not real good at the talking and the the words. You know, the right words to come out, and uh, you know that bothers me sometimes that I'm not the same same person uh, that uh, I uh, used to be. Um, as far as being able to to, uh, to speak or or talk, and um, um, I was trying to think of you know at work whenever I'm talking sometimes you know there's words that just evade you. Yeah, I can't I can't say them and uh, a, a bunch of the, my my nurse partners you know they're they're so good to me because you know they. They're understandable you know they they understand that and I mean they'll they'll help me with the words and they don't make me feel bad because I'm you know I'm not perfect mm-hmm. uh, so I mean I I, I I did have issues but you know I'm blessed to get to do what I'm I'm getting to do now with you know I, I, I get to be a nurse um, um I get to see my grandkids, um, I get to help my kids, uh, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed and, you know, I like Dustin said, you know, I, I, what I do is I, you know, I try to pray for, for the other people. That, for that those
0: like. of y'all that don't know, my first name is Dustin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: He's Dustin to me, <laughs> and sometimes I do say Broadway, I'm getting better about it, Uh-oh. but yes, Dustin is my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, again, you know, and like Dustin, Broadway says, you know, this is the time of the year, Thanksgiving, that, mm-hmm. that we need to be thankful, and I'm, I'm so thankful for, for Jesus, you know that he uh, that uh, you know he died on the cross for my sins. You know I didn't deserve it, but he done it, and and you know with his grace, you know everything is good, and uh, you know I'm thankful for that.
0: Well, I'm I am too, and I'm also very thankful for you. You <laughs> did a good job raising me, and you've been a Fabulous grandmother to my three now three children and to your other sons. Um, and well, not a grandmother to your other sons, but you've been a fabulous mother to your other (laughs) sons. Um, and um, I'm just I, I am full of thankfulness and full of joy in this season. Um, and you know, this is always a fun season for our family. We're we can be a little rambunctious when we all get together, but uh, <laughs> um, that's part of our charm. Yes. Uh, well, thank you, Mom, for being on my podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you for letting me, letting me be on your show, and I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I listen to you every uh, every week, and uh, it's unbelievable,
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: that uh, that. I get to listen to you do do that, you know. I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, I just never imagined that you would uh, be where you are today because uh, you weren't that talkative when you were a kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I probably still don't talk a lot in person, but, I, I mean, I enjoy talking to people i don't know i don't know i enjoy doing this and i love hearing i think more so and we've talked about this on this podcast a bunch of times i love hearing people's stories um you know and that's part of why i mean it's one of the main reasons why i do this podcast because i get to meet new people and hear their stories and um and i love that you get to you got to tell your story here because i mean i think you have a pretty amazing story what you went through and and just just the hope that you bring to other people that, that have similar issues in their lives and stories like this. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and meeting my mom. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, th- this comes out on like the 19th, so this is Thanksgiving week. I'm pretty sure Thanksgiving's on the 22nd, so you guys enjoy your dinner with your families. Love on them. Hug them. Tell some stories that maybe they don't know around the table. Eat some turkey. Um, You know, you just... I know people say this, but you just never know what is around the corner, and you you could not be with them for whatever reason, and you just... Just take this moment to love on them during this time of just thankfulness and tune in for the next one, which will be the next Monday. And I got I got another fun person uh, lined up for that one. I think you'll enjoy that podcast as well. Um, they come out every Monday. Uh, they're fun. They're a new story, a new person. Uh, I've uh, you know eventually I may bring people back for like a second episode, but i got a really fun one set up for, or I'm trying to get set up for Christmas, so it'll be kind of like this, but a little different, that, that I'll bring out for Christmas, and then um, I just announced, I think it was last week, that um, I am doing one on myself. It's going to be the very first one in 2019, provided I can get all the all the people in place where I have two people that are going to interview me. <laughs> So that's going to be interesting. I have no idea what they're going to ask, but it, it should be fun. And, and just enjoy this holiday. Check you out next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>